This video is brought to you by BetterHelp. As two people proud to be in therapy, we are proud to be partnered with these guys for the month of November. Greetings, citizens of the Reject Nation. It's like I'm an alien sometimes. You guys are my friends. He's my friend. Nobody's ever getting unfriended. That's not what we do. And we also don't like the dark web. But we do hopefully like unfriended dark web because that's what we're watching today. Sup, Greg? Sup, Roxy? <laughs> Sup, Greg? You got a thing on the dark web? I don't even know if I really know what the dark web is. It's like illegal internet stuff. Yeah, but how do I get there? Like, is there a thing that's www but dark web? <laughs> yeah, anyone could just access the dark web. <laughs> 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 Why don't more people use the dark web? All you gotta do is type it in on Google. It's right there. So you're laughing, but I'm still confused on whether or not I could get there or not. I'm sure the movie will have an exposition. The movie will probably say something to make it for people like you to be like, what's the dark web? This is the dark web. I've yeah. heard of the dark web. Whatever. Yeah. If you guys also have never been to the dark web like this video, I guess if you've been to the dark web like this video, just like the video in general, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. Hit the notification uh and dark web with us <laughs> you don't want to encourage people to do that <laughs> no, i don't even know what, dark even web know what the verb us. there means no but if you want to be the webbiest of all webs then be a patron that's the sexy webs they're like web slinging webs <laughs> those are where all the really cool kids go go to our patreon for a full length reaction watch along where you sync up with your own copy greg and john cover yeah. several shows over there exclusively right. with reaction highlights that's what I'm talking about and watch alongs included Hell that's yeah. what's up that's yeah what's up, what's up dark Yo, web bros we dark web in tonight man i want you to not look down for a second how long do you think my intro's been uh dude i <laughs> i've stopped having anxiety about it gotten used to when roxy introduces the video i will figure out what to cut should Often I be, sending should multiple I be, intros to be like, I, I managed to cut out 30 more seconds. Uh, but I do watch every video and I see what you cut and I like what you do. I appreciate that. <laughs> I like, sure I like what you do too. You give me plenty to work with. I have the clicker. No, that's the word. Oh, no. <laughs> you guys cannot see what's happening on the screen right now. <laughs> no, it's tw No, no. Okay. In three, two, one. <laughs> <laughs> There's something wrong with me, man. Yeah. Yeah. What would it take for you to unfriend me on the socials? <sighs> Finding out you're not actually Jewish. <laughs> that would be... You're like, what a liar. That would be trash. <laughs> you remember that sound. If you are old enough, you remember that sound. Yeah, I mean, it's just a Mac. That's not what it sounds like anymore, right? That's what it sounded like when it was on my blue Mac. I hope like five-year-olds are watching this video. <laughs> that's that's an overlay network. You're being bounced around everywhere. So no one can track you. Dude, this is Darknet. It's where you find marketplaces for bad shit, basically. Like, um... I get it, but how do you get there? <laughs> the river. <laughs> you need certain devices to access it. One of them was actually sending me private messages earlier. It was uh, Sharon 68. Poor schmuck never made it to 69. <laughs> I hope that was not scripted. Yeah. Sharon 68, the first thing he wrote was that he liked the last contribution. Go back to the video folder and scroll all the way to the bottom. Or filter to date created first. Kelly? Someone's broken in. Kelly! Oh, that is creepy. Hey, hey, hold on.
<laughs> Damn, I'm so worried. Women too. Game night. Wow, that was wild. Cops in on it. That was wild. Wow, it's interesting. There's not a supernatural element this time. I didn't think there was going to be because dark web. I felt like that makes it more susceptible to have a supernatural element. You know, things happen to a lot of people in this. <laughs> they do, man. <laughs> Honestly, I think that there, if any of them had made it out alive, there'd only be one solution for them. Oh, was that? And then they need to talk to somebody. Talk to what? Like a therapist? <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> I need to talk to a therapist. You no, need to talk to a therapist. Everybody needs to. Oh, you know what? That actually gives me an idea. If you just step out of the video for a second, I could talk to the audience. I think it's really important to play them and then you come right back and we'll act like we never even lost time. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> Today's episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. I know that we often joke around here quite a bit on the channel, but I wanted to speak a little bit more sincere during this specific sponsor. And I'll start off by saying this, that, you know, with any sponsor, they usually give like suggested things to consider uh, when talking about the sponsor. And one of their suggested things was, was a question that they had there that went along the lines of like, have you ever laid awake with your thoughts racing, wishing for a moment of silence? And I thought to myself, well, yeah, that's my secret cap. <laughs> I know that feeling way too well. And it's in those quiet moments where you're battling your own mind, where you are seeking clarity the most. And you may have heard me talk about this on the channel before. The better part of a decade now, therapy has undoubtedly been one of my main anchors. Before there was ever the real rejects, I was diagnosed with PTSD, type 2 bipolar, and ADHD. So uh, needless to say, I needed some therapy. And through its guidance, I've unearthed deeper layers of myself, cultivated richer relationships, and just have a more profound understanding of my emotions. And one of the best parts about it is it's given me a space where it's free from judgment, where I've found my voice and learned the art of truly listening, not just to others, but also to myself. And I've talked a little bit about how this year I've focused a lot more on my physical health and hitting the gym a little bit more often. And in all sincerity, I do view therapy as like the a gym for your mental health, a place where you can really nurture your mental well-being. And it is an experience that has been quite transformative so much to the point that, you know, I would say at least half of the people that you see that come here on the channel are in therapy. As a matter of fact, I know one of them, their therapist is with better help. I often joke that like I've been in therapy since it was underground. <laughs> Why I joke like that is because I, I see now in the past few years, a lot more people have been going to therapy, which is fantastic. I love seeing that. So I will say that if in your heart, if you have been seeking therapy or contemplating going to therapy, I highly encourage you. I urge you to consider better help. Before I ever saw some ad for better help, I had heard other people who have been with better help and had really given strong in-person testimonies to me. Their online platform is crafted with care, keeping your comfort in mind, starting it as simple as answering a few questions. And really important to remember, it's a journey. And I really love this because I've had uh, at least like three therapists in my life. So if you ever feel the need to change your therapist, BetterHelp understands and allows it without any fuss. Trust me, that's a massive benefit. So for a journey of self-discovery and mental well-being, turn to BetterHelp. Embark on this heartfelt joyage at BetterHelp.com. That's H-E-L-P.com slash rejects. And embrace 10% off your first month. Genuinely, thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this video. It's weird. I thought the first one dealt with a more serious probably a more relatable subject matter for more people and yet 
and and, and and something that was a much more sensitive subject i think the first one the just like the the premise of like go kill yourself on the internet go on alive yourself yeah yeah and the cyberbullying and all that like these are like dark web activities are very much real um however i think like that one's a little bit more yeah i would say i would say like a little bit more like you you can connect with that or empathize with that more because we're, we're a little bit more privy to that my girl's yet, last name was rittenhouse yet i thought the first one i walked away with like that was fun <laughs> and this one I was like, this is a really uncomfortable experience. Well, the, yeah. the first one was targeted, right? We know why by the end, why them. This one, it's just like, you know, things happen and wrong place, wrong time. And they pinned it on them for funsies. Just scary, creepy. True. Really creepy. Wow. That's such a bummer for Rebecca Rittenhouse. Why? Because of Kyle Rittenhouse. Oh, really? I don't know. I, d- I don't think they're related. I'm just saying yeah, I wouldn't want the last name of... Anyway. Uh- <laughs> you should see my friend Stephen Dahmer. Yeah, I think that would be a bummer. <laughs> yeah. That would really be a bummer. <laughs> yeah. Um, or George Hitler. Have you met him? Is that real? Yeah, he's my neighbor. Are you being serious? <laughs> oh. Could have kept this big going for a while. That would be crazy. Um, yeah, I would have changed my last name if my last name was Hitler. Yeah, I would hope so. I don't know. I think like, I'd be like, don't have a sense of pride, my friend. This was really creepy. They did a good job. It was different. It felt like different editors because we did spend a lot more time away from our computers in this one. Yeah. You know, like there with the flashing different videos and stuff. We did do that last time, too, though. And I like the dynamic of having two people in one. Yeah, but the the fact that none of them had like wronged each other and it wasn't like uh, as much about that and more was just like, we're going to need to pin this on you guys. Creepy. Yeah, I think structurally, I I feel like I could have used a a tiny bit more like in the first like 20 to 30 minutes. I found myself just trying to play a little bit of keep up with what's going on. What did it just say? The story name are, are all uh, fictitious. Oh, fictitious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What do you think it said? I don't know. Usually at the end, I find at the end of things, I, I didn't know if it was saying like based on a true story. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I, think, I think in like the first 20 to 30 minutes, structurally there were, I could have used a little bit more kind of a personal investment in, in these, in the people first. It like, cause it, it, there comes that point where he stops the breakaway. And he's like, yeah, there's something happening on my computer. I bought this computer off Craigslist. There's this thing happening. And that's at like the 30 minute mark in the movie. Right. And I, I did wish that we kind of got clued in a little bit more to the personal dynamics between them, other than just sort of the surface level stuff. Yeah, but I do. I I definitely hear you, but I do think it's interesting that you were asking significantly more questions than normal, and I think that was maybe the purpose. Like the first one sure. was much more straightforward. This one wanted you to fig have it unfold as it's unfolding for them, kind of. I agree. I I I I do think that there was a a world where I could have had because I was more just like I was more focused on like understanding the information and plot. 
and less so having like an, an emotional investment and that, but that emotional investment eventually did come around at like the halfway point in this movie. Um, and I think the world of it was very well done. At first I was sort of getting the impression that they had stylistic choices first that they wanted to toy with. And then they were building. They like the filmmakers. Yeah, and then they built a narrative around that versus the reverse. You know, I felt like they were first leading a little bit too surface with like its gimmick and what other neat way can we do it? But then eventually, I really started to feel like the story of it all and the the intensity of it unfolding. Like I I think like as it escalated, I love I really love the escalation of it. Like when the dark web circle people came in and just started hacking their Skype chat. I'm like, that is really scary. I thought that was genuinely a really scary and felt more that, that felt more like uh real and tangible. Like the, the last movie you just start going like, it's gotta be supernatural. Like you, you just feel that it's probably supernatural. And then this one, it, I think that's why it's a little bit more icky because even though the subject matter in the first one is a lot more sensitive, this this feels like there's a world here where shit like this actually goes down. It kind yeah. of reminded me of Purge, like at a times bit, with yeah. like the the elitists and like this being their game night. As we were getting towards yeah. the end, it kind of did feel like that. Do you think that you would Black Mirror meets Purge? Yeah, yeah. Do you think that you would have thought that this was because the whole time you were like, "There's got to be su- supernatural angle." If it wasn't for being a sequel, would you have thought that? No, I would have thought. Okay, that. so it was only because, like, usually in a franchise, they kind of stick to that same level of supernatural, whatever that level is. Yeah, I mean, there there are times here where it becomes a little bit. I don't know, honestly. The thing is, I really don't know. It, there are things that register to me as sci-fi i would say like Like the glitchy cameras every time they walk in the room kind of thing i just think that there's something in their pocket or whatever (laughs) yeah there's something there that would happen and on the text messages when they would it would delete it would always have the woof like this jittery thing and whenever they talk to the chat the the charons there's always this like thud sound effect whenever they enter and, and i couldn't tell if that was a filmmaker choice or if that's what our character was also hearing on his end of the screen. There were there were things about it where it would feel sci-fi to me, which would make me think of like a black mirror. Um, and that's why I would sometimes be led into thinking that there's probably something supernatural also happening. However, the short answer to your question is yeah, I definitely mm-hmm. I definitely found myself going down the rabbit hole of thinking there's some ghostly entity element more because of the first movie. Did um, you like this even in the same category as the first movie? Like, I, I think that you like this one less, but did you like it close to as much or for you was the first movie just a significantly better movie? I think the first movie is a tighter film. I think the first movie is a stronger film. Um, but there are elements here that I really did love. Like the, the last half of this movie, I loved. I really did. Mm-hmm. I, I, this took I, a long time to get there. It took me. I was really thinking, like, I'm not sure I'm gonna l- like this movie because, <laughs> like, because I wasn't giving a shit about anybody. Whereas in the first movie, we did, like, you and I were both going back and forth, like, wow, these people feel so. Even though, even though they're all assholes, <laughs> like, even though like, as the movie kept going, you find out they're all dicks. You 
they felt so real and you felt like you really got to know them um so early on that I was more attached to it and and the mystery around it I thought was more alluring right off the bat and there was also a personal tie-in to the thing they were enveloped in Mm -hmm. and to me this the sensibilities of that choice and dynamic just make for a more engaging story for me personally but the subject matter of this and uh the cleverness of this and also the the fact that it feels real really spoke a lot of volumes to me and and made it icky like i i i think you and i were having like different responses when people were kind of getting killed because i was going like this is so evil but i was having fun with how evil it was because it was just like damn these guys watching him hang and i was like can't believe they're showing us this and you're like like, yeah this is fucked up man (laughs) Like, like this is so cruel and like they're so clever and uh yeah that was i thought that was really I thought it was but what did you th- what did you think though? Did you prefer it over the I think that you know the first one because we really went in super blind, we were it was like threw us into this world, which is unlike anything I've ever seen in a movie before. So it's unfair because I'm biased that the first one to me is just like incredible. I just thought it was so wonderful. Yeah. I think this is the best version of a sequel they could possibly make, though. That's good. That's a good point. Because the first one, if we just saw it again but with different friends and the same kind of hacker who's like out for vengeance or whatever. It, they did that version already and they did the best version of that movie. Sure. So I feel like they, it was smart by making it dark web because they went after people who didn't necessarily deserve it. They had this, like it was kind of this larger world. The reason it reminded me of purge is in the first purge that I watched, it's just in the house. And in the second purge, we go out into the world and this kind of felt like that. And the first unfriended were just, it's an isolated story. But in the second one we see this is game night for tens of thousands of people voting on who lives and dies and how, Uh, And it just felt like a more evil society and world with the Chirons. And I think that that was really clever and different and the best sequel we could get from this, even though it wasn't as innovative as the first one, because I hadn't seen a movie like that. Yeah. To me, it really just comes down to the, 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 I keep bringing it up, the investment of the, of the core cast of characters and it's not it's not solely like just to because like I said like I agree like a thousand percent with everything you're saying you bring up like really really strong points and especially for like what would you do in a sequel yeah congratulations Ross. yeah Greg, let's go Greg likes your point let's go <laughs> it is a question Greg thinks I'm smart I win <laughs> it's it's that and it's not it's not I'm really I'm just using this as a way to not not to compare just to use as an example of i guess it is a comparison ultimately uh the i really felt like in the first movie that ensemble were real friends who've known each other a long time you know and then here i felt cinema (laughs) i felt actors uh cast while they were all great actors i thought everyone did a a really great job. It never quite reached the level of, I believe, the history of, of them. It still felt like I was still aware I was watching actors. 
I hear you. We did yeah. spend less time also developing that history. You know, I think we were an hour and 20 minutes in when you were like, oh, they went to college together. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's like, okay, so in the last one, we obviously knew who, like, as the secrets are being revealed, but like this person hooked up with this person, this person doesn't like this person. Like, as somebody was brought in the group, they're like, oh my God, she's the most annoying one of all of us. You know, here it seemed like they were all kind of like equal level friends. Yeah. And you couldn't really tell what the dynamics or intricacies of their relationships were as much. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think that the actors did an amazing job, too. Because there's no real conflict between them. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, the first movie, there's a conflict between them. Well, there's conflict between him and Amaya, but we also still, like... Uh, but, it, but it kind of felt underwritten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> totally. They were like, we know we need a conflict between them, yeah. which is why she won't go over there. But what is that conflict? <laughs> it's going to be very brief. Uh, still cringing over me in the first minute of this, being like, why isn't she speaking? That was so funny. <laughs> They're like, like, if there's anything they really set up. It's, it's you were me. like, what? I don't know. Sometimes you know how it just takes you a minute when you're watching a movie to like get into it. And I just, I was seeing everything that was happening, but it just wasn't clicking for me. Story of my life. Uh, okay. Those were our thoughts. Yeah, overall, I'd still give it like an 8 out of 10. Yeah, me too. Honestly, I think that this is a cool franchise. Is this the second and last, or is this the second? I think this is the last one they made, and I don't really know what the hell I would in order to like, what do you pitch for a third one? Something zo- something uh, pandemic-related. I feel like this might have been it. Come on, Roxy, do your thing. Look at that. Look up, I'll look up for you when it came this out. This wasn't pandemic-related. I mean, I f- this this feels like... It was on Skype, so you know it's not pandemic-related. You're right. That was Zoom, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, when did... They could theoretically just do a movie that takes place during the pandemic. Yeah. Right? That's what I'm saying. They're all on Zoom wearing masks. Mm-hmm. When did Unfriended... I'm going to say it took place in 2017. Yeah. Maybe... 2018. 2018. Really close. Because I remember you reading 2016. Yeah, yeah. Unfriended 3? Let's see if there's going to be some more. They did a... Oh, they did They did a, a thing called What Rhymes with Roxy. Foxy. Uh, no. <laughs> Moxie. Keep going. Soxy? Because there's like barely any words that rhyme with Roxy. There's like a few words. Coxy? Proxy. <laughs> <laughs> Proxy. Jesus. I said the ones that come to mind for Coxy. <laughs> you got like you got like three to four words that were right with you. What about proxy, bro? <laughs> They did something called Unfriended. I don't know what these are. I don't think these are connected. There's one called Unfriended Proxy. It's a short film that they made in 2020. Did they make it or somebody made it? I don't know. Let me see who wrote it. No. No, I think these guys were trying to rip off the franchise. <laughs> Actually, is what I think we're looking at. I Just to be 100% honest, I would thrive in this franchise. All right. Yeah. Way to audition yourself. Yep. <laughs> Because I would be like, what rhymes with Roxy? Soxy. All <laughs> oh, that improv for like a fan out. <laughs> okay, we got to get out of here. We do. Uh, that's it. Yeah, that's it, man. Okay, that's it. Peace out. <laughs> <laughs>